0: Good afternoon, everyone. Again, we greet you from our mountain top studio where Bob and Ray have been presenting this December 22nd broadcast for 42 years on radio. This, of course, is our WHDH Christmas Party Day show, our annual feature in which we all renew acquaintances with the management talk over... ...that we haven't seen since last Christmas. Uh, Ray and I had a couple of ideas about the party. We went down the hall to the boss's office this morning. We had a couple of ideas we thought would make the party a real success. Well, we show them what we, what we, how we did it, huh? Uh, rocking down the hall. Here we are at the office. Uh, knock on the door, Bob. I ain't knuckled the sore. Tell
1: them who we are. Uh, it's Bob and Ray, sir. Get out. So, uh, they'll run the party
0: the same way they always have. It's in full swing now in the studio next door. And, uh, before we're through here, we'll have to, uh... Well, we will get to hit the microphone. One behind the potted plant, and the other one behind the potted engineer. And uh, we'll pick up we'll pick up uh, the doings there at the party a little bit later on. And uh, we should have some real wonderful radio broadcasting for all you fans of this new medium. And right now, here, fresh from the Charlotte Bank, where she cashed her check, is Barry Magoon. Hello, Bob, oh. All right. and Ken and Bill and friends everywhere across this great land of ours. Well, it's a nice <laughs> opening. <laughs> You've been to the party, huh? No, I haven't. Haven't been no. in there yet. No. What's uh? There's a scallop stuck What's what's happening today with you? I mean, if you've done all your shopping, you just it's all done now, Bob. But just sit back, wait, and sit back, relax, and listen. Wait huh? for that horse that you and Ray are giving me for Christmas. No, we're not giving any horse for Christmas. And how do we wait to see him? Well, let we... see, brown with white spots. It's or... black. Uh, no, he isn't either. He isn't any. We're not giving you one. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. As I'll call him Trigger now. How Bob and Ray Kendall Charlie? Okay. Jimmy Sullivan, <clears throat> and assemble gas in here. I'm well, a little hard this afternoon. You'll have to excuse me. Yeah. Don't mention that word, Tex, will you, please? It uh, reminds Mary of the presents he's not going to get. <clears throat> What's that, Doc? A horse? <clears throat> I am, too. Oh, I know I'm getting a horse. I just no. won't say any more about it, and I wish you wouldn't either. All right. We'll talk about it. How about the commercials here today, Bob? How do we stack up? Well, we stack up pretty well. We have one. Well, I...
1: That's keeping correct. our heads out of water, yes, eh? Yes,
0: it certainly is. It's keeping the food on the table, at least for another day. We have one of our favorite commercials, and I think this is the last time we'll be talking about it, isn't it? Today and tomorrow. I don't have any idea, it. And that. it's the last chance uh, you'll have to have us remind you about the Remington Contour Deluxe Shaver. You know, you can be sure that man uh, who says electric shavers don't shave close enough never used a Remington. The Remington Contour Shave as close as you want. Faster and easier without nicks or cuts. Once you enjoy the smooth comfort of a Contour Shave, you'll never shave any other way. We have several satisfied Remington users here with us today. I'd like to talk to fr- the first one of them right here. This gentleman over here. Your name is what, sir? Tom Quarbler. And you have a... Who am I? Oh, oh no, that's the summer thing, isn't it? Uh, Carlton Quidliff. <clears throat> yes. Where are you from? What? I say, where are you from, Carlton? Lebanon. Lebanon, New Hampshire, huh? That's right, Bob. How long have you been using your running in Contour to left? Shaver. Uh, well, it was me the year 1911. Well, you were one of the older models, huh? That's right. Before they started making them. Before they had electricity in the house. Yeah. That must have been a kind of a tough shave at that time, wasn't it? What's that? It was kind of a close shave at that time. I bet it was. <laughs> yeah. Because, you see, I, the only power I could get to run it was to... Put a kite up in the sky. Yes. And uh-huh. I could only shave when we had a thunderstorm. Thunderstorm, sure. Well, uh... I borrowed it from Ben Franklin. You remember him? Yes, I remember him. One of our Americans. But, of course, you have, uh... What? You have one of the new Remington Contours. I, I have, have the it. Uh, deluxe contour to fit the many contours in my kitchen. And you do have quite a few there. That's right, I do, Bob. You buy find it. that it uh, shaves as close as you want? Does a good job? Yes, it does. Do I you... find it does... Very well. you use that pre-shave lotion that Remington has in the after shave. Yes, that pre-shave. Uh, you'll use the pre-shave before shaving. The minute you put that pre-shave on, you can hear your whiskers saying "Have noisy. Oh, they snap right to attention, don't they? Oh, huh? they come right up there. Well, sir, you can say goodbye to the must and bother of old-fashioned shaving methods. When you use this, you'll never need to buy another tube of shaving soap or another styptic pencil. Huh? Uh, oh, hold on. Sound that like a ballpoint pen? No, there's to pencil. I, I, I can say that. I didn't used to be able to say that word. Well, when you first got your bridge, you That's couldn't. right. Uh, you, often, you can throw those away when you start using a Remington Contour. Shaves even the toughest beard, smooth and clean. <clears throat> leaves even the tenderest face cool and refreshed. It's the world's finest shaving instrument. First in sales, best in performance. The Remington Contour Electric Shaver. Now our... I took an answer with a word about a free gift offer for you. Anyone dropping in to the Remington main office at 140 Federal Street, Boston, and mentioning Bob and Ray will receive their choice of a bottle of Remington pre-shave or after-shave lotion-free. Also, anyone who purchases a Remington Contour Deluxe and takes it to 140 Federal Street, mentioning Bob and Ray, will be entitled to have the shaver initialed free. Well, so think I went over. Put it in your pipe and smoke it. Well, know. I wouldn't. Well, do it today or tomorrow, because once Christmas comes, oh, oh. Well, I no put more that in the shave in my pipe and smoked it one day, and it was, wasn't too good. Pretty good stuff. I wonder if they're going to have that at the party over there. Why don't we go over there and see what's what's doing in the in Studio 3, huh? All right, yeah. I'll show you at music get, first. Well, why don't we have Ken and Bill earn their All money right. for the day? While you still can play, Ken and Bill, why don't you do a song, huh? Well, Tell us what it is. AC Sweet. (laughs) But now, if you're ready, we've uh, got the engineer down in the studio Three, so we can pick up some of the party. I don't know what microphone is. I'm the name's Oh. Yeah. Well, which guy's the boss? You know? Oh, there. Big guy. Tiny lines, he ate so smart. Oh, no, don't, don't tell him anything, Alan. Huh? Don't tell him anything. I'm in the mood to tell him that oh, he's been go overlooking on. me talents all year. Yeah, okay, well, go and ahead. I figured, uh, I'd tell him this if I hadn't hey. been to a party. Well, okay, you go ahead. I'll Which go ahead. one is he? That's all right over that in. funny-looking guy? Uh, uh. <laughs> well, good luck to you. Why, the boss is always funny-looking. Come on there, gentlemen. Hello, sir. Hi. Are you the bossy? Yeah. Oh, the I see feeling of up and down in my time. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, a it's a pleasure time? to meet you, sir. I was just admiring you from afar. you having a good time at the party? Wonderful. I... You bet. Yes, sir. I will. I'll have a good time. I promise, sir. Okay. Any problems you want to talk over? Not a one. I can't... I was just remarking to my friend here, who just put down in back of the microphone, that uh, we were... we are very fortunate being here, actually. And... Oh, that's fine. Yes, sir. Okay. Have a good time. You bet. I will, sir. I promise I will. Drop in anytime. What's that? Drop it Yes. Oh, did you call him? Yeah, I called him, boy. Uh, okay. Funny, and you know, I how uh, you right off. Oh, let's, let's cut out that, that uh, mic, huh? See, I don't think there's any any sense of uh, continuing that. Uh, no singing going on. Oh, it, has, it hasn't got rolling. I understand that Miss McGoon is going to sing for the entire group this afternoon. She and, and Arthur. Oh, that's so? What are they going to do? They're going to sing uh, that hit song that they've turned out from Call Me Madam. Oh, yeah? Just in love. Oh, yeah. Will we be able to hear them with all that noise going on? Well, I don't know. Why don't we try? All right. Well, let's see if they're uh, if they're ready to... Maybe they're going to sing. <laughs> well, now, if you folks will quiet down, we're going to sing this thing, aren't
1: we? Who's going to sing it? We, uh... those bitter patterns, I know just what's the matter, because I've been there once and twice, Put your head on my shoulder, and someone's over, but so now you love. There is nothing you can take to relieve that silly ache, just you're just in love. And no it's not way. so surprising I've seen strange But tonight If I grow little patterns I know just what I, I wonder why I why I My feet are in, in my You should be I'm going to party. 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 I'm Oh,
0: no. Life and Love of Linda Lovelace, written for radio by A. Carrington Love. Starring Marcia Van shot as Linda, Sherman L. Sturdley as David, Uncle Eugene is portrayed by Horace K. Winterhalter. Today, it's two days before Christmas in River's Mouth, as we see Linda and David seated before a crackling fireplace in the small house halfway up the next block, over the bowling alley. It's so quiet you can hear a pin oh, drop Linda looks at David and says, David, all the gifts that pass and wrap now. I think I'll just sit down here by the close closer. Yes, it's it's been a wonderful Christmas feast. I'm glad it's just about over. It hasn't started your grilling, Sadie. Oh, 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 oh. Where's Uncle Eugene this afternoon, my dear? Oh, I Oh, that precious thing. Haven't seen him for several hours. He was taking an inventory of his peanut butter sandwiches. Well, hello, folks. Hello, Uncle Eugene. Uncle now, Eugene, I... take all the preparations for Christmas, all that sort of stuff. Where were you down, fella? Huh?
1: I say, where were you?
0: I was over the wine, fella. David, did you give well, me... Where I'm a... keeping my peanut butter sandwiches, next to the amortilabo. I think that's what it is. Well, you keep out of it, please. Yes, Uncle Eugene. Remember, Christmas is still two days off. Yes. Those off, babe. You are, Uncle Eugene. You're a fright. You look have well, Got a lot of things to do before Christmas Day rolls around. Do you have all your gifts wrapped? Yes, yeah, most of them. What are you sending, Bishop? I'm sending miniature suction shoes to everybody, all my friends. Isn't that? Thoughtful? you can wear them on your lapel, or you can wear them as little charms, little charms around your wristwatch. Isn't that clever? That's a good idea, Uncle Eugene. Oh. Yes, dear. Oh, Uncle Eugene, you're you a pearl. What are we having for dinner, Christmas Day? Turkey, of course. Of course, Uncle okay, Eugene. It's, it's practically traditional here to have turkey. You'd prefer days. those peanut butter sandwiches, you may have. Well, them. frankly, I would. Yeah. I mean, I'll just bring my peanut butter sandwiches to the dinner table and open the up and eat them there. And you Don't you have, have, a have a turn- them dated as you may them. I know yes, was from April 1948. Peanut that's butter. right. I look for the date stamped on every sandwich. Yeah. Then you know it's fresh peanut butter sandwich. Oh, you're so dumb. Yes, and they'll be putting them in the new vacuum tin pretty soon, Uncle Eugene. Think of it. Boy, I'll be real lucky then, huh? Yes, you will. Well, I've got to back the counting so long. How many do you have, Uncle Eugene? 433. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, have got them piled right up to the rafters. Good boy. Well, go ahead, Uncle Eugene, and more power to you. Okay, bye. He has a little electric motor down there, doesn't he? I've heard it purring all day. I've, I've been thinking a lot about Uncle Eugene lately, I... I think he's a little soft. David, that's not kind. Well, I, I hated to say it, but it was written here. But, David, this Christmas, let's find out whose uncle he is. I think that's a good idea. He's not mine, I it know. certainly isn't mine. We have no history of peanut butter collectors in my family. None whatsoever. I think I'll go up into the attic and get out our family history and... Oh, let's not. Let's have a pleasant Christmas. Well, so it begins to come to life that Uncle Eugene is not David and Linda's uncle. And how will it affect their Christmas in River's mouth? Tomorrow we'll hear Linda say... Too late. Be sure and to listen tomorrow for The Life and Loves of Linda Lovely, written for radio by A. Carrington Lump. Well, that is very exciting. I I bet they'll have a very happy Christmas over the Budleys. I mean, they are soft as great granted, but, but they have fun. they can celebrate. Yeah. They know how to celebrate and have a good time. That's right. Ken, I know you'll have a grand time. Oh oh you yeah. well, that's more the size. Incidentally, oh, the, bus, the boys down at, at Payne sent us up that great big yeah, paper the airplane. The biggest there. paper airplane we've ever received. I don't know. That's, I don't that's know. A it'd be crazy. fun to do that, though. I imagine. It's... I should like to get up on top of the uh, John Hancock building and let that go. Oh, it'd be real real Christmas celebrate. Must have a wing spread there of uh, two or three, uh, for about two feet, wouldn't you say, or three feet? I don't think so. You know the kind of airplane we're talking about, the folded over type you used to make in school, and always get caught throwing. Teachers always have unique ways of selecting the guilty person. I know it. I guess no, We, a haven't, in your we haven't been to school for a long time, and in as much as. Uh, the kids are all out on vacation this week. I guess they're out as of today anyway. Well, we probably have half day. We here. should go to that last assembly before they go. They head for vacation, Christmas vacation. They always have a very interesting guest speaker. The band is playing now for the students to march into the auditorium. I believe.
1: All right, boys and girls, line up, please.
0: That Miss Fini over there.
1: Line up, boys and girls. Now stop talk your talking. You.
0: There's the principal going up on the stage.
1: One, two, one, two, one. Hey, Eddie. Oh, it's not the talking, Carmen. One, two, one, two, three, six. Now, take your roll. Take your seat. Okay, be seated. Hey, look at Fish Eye playing for a ball. Yeah, boy, you play. Hey, it's Fish Eye. Don't make him laugh. He can't play it if he's laughing.
0: Look at Mr. Grilly, the personal. Boy, he's a mean guy, He's a Mr. Grimley? not go the clock, what happened? All right, quiet down. All Please. right. Please, I'll introduce you to principal. All right, Miss Feeney, but make it brief, will you? Boys and girls, it's today we leave school for the Christmas week. We won't be back. We won't be back now for another few days. Before we go, all the staff and the principal would like you to know how we feel. This Christmas season, boys and girls, here is... Principal Gridley.
1: All right. Actronic Boys
0: and fight. girls, I won't I don't I won't take too much of your time. I know you're yes. anxious to get out on your vacation, yes. But we have a very who said that? Is that you, Green? Report to my I office staff after this. Class. All right, Miss a Feeney. Going by Never mind, <laughs> Miss Feeney. Now I want to introduce our guest speaker today, and whom I'm sure you'll be very interested in. He's a job council advisor, and he's here from Pasadena, California, to talk to you people. All you boys and girls are in the fourth Just a minute. Trip. I'll introduce you. Here he is, Jasper McGeorge. Thank you very much, Principal Gridley, and good afternoon, boys and girls.
1: I, oh.
0: I know that you want to get back to your rooms for your party, so I'll keep you here just about an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you boys in the fourth grade, you girls, too, it isn't a bit too early to start thinking of your career when you graduate from high school. Ah, oh, but he talking about? Oh, it's pretty dry up, boys. I have been brought here to discuss your careers with you. Why, boy, let, 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 let Mr. McGeorge talk on. And, uh, I think uh, so many of you boys are passing up the great opportunity. You're not following up cowboy singing. <laughs> As a career. What do you say, Eddie? The cowboy thing. Cowboy. And uh, I have brought along with me a friend from the radio. You've heard him a good many times. I'd like to present him to talk just briefly on being a cowboy singer. Thanks. Eddie, boys and girls. I know not many of you are thinking about being cowboy singers here in the fourth grade. I ain't no cow. But pay a little bit of attention to your work and get out there and fight the game of life hard. That's all. Bye. Well, boys, that's just about the assembly for the day. Oh, we have a few slides that Mister Gridley took of oh. South America oh. that I know you want to see before we go oh. back. Before we go back to our rooms for the party. Mr. Gridley, shall I lower the lights now? Yes, Miss Feeney. I've right. I've got my little cricket chirper here, which will tell you when to change the slides. Well, I'm afraid before that... The first one... oh, oh, that's one... Niagara Falls upside down. I, I think guess Wayne that... is ready to lead the band in the front selection. Oh, we're all through, eh? Yes, Mr. Gridley, I'm right. sorry. Thanks, Miss Feeney. All right, Wayne.
1: All right.
0: all right, boys and girls, come on, let's stand up and march out. Step up there. Hold up. Uh, so they mark uh assembly hey, Bob and Ray Primary School. Hi Wednesday. Al, Merry Christmas. Hi Bob. Last chance that's next right. uh, Of course, we'll be here tomorrow. This isn't. We're not saying goodbye and Merry Christmas and just taking off until Tuesday, you know. Oh no, no. We'll we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. at one o'clock, isn't it? would like to say hello to you all again at that time. And of course, tomorrow morning, if everything goes right, we'll be here at six thirty-five. Well, Al, that's just about it then. Oh, we got to do get 45 seconds. I know. We have a baseball promotion at 2 o'clock. And a ball game this afternoon out of Fenway Park. Or no, no. Oh, no, no. That's last summer's schedule I'm looking at here. So we'll see you all again tomorrow. That'll be plenty of time to wish you Merry Christmas, although we certainly hope you do right now. And uh, that'll be at 1, what's time? 1 o'clock? 1 o'clock tomorrow, morning. One o'clock tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow morning from 6.35 to 9. I'd like to have you join us for any portion of that program. Boris uh, portions... had a grand time today, incidentally. wonderful time. Yes, yeah. the portion of today's program was recorded. What portion was recorded? Back round. All right, oh. Dan and Bill, Ken Wilson, and Bill Gray, you know the musicians. All right, you fellas. get out of my office. Yes, yes, I'm coming. I heard your program. All right, sir, we're coming. sir. Right we, now to get work, everyone. How are you, sons? I'm sure you'll agree it's milder, much milder. All
1: right, come on. <laughs>